Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome to the first episode of our brand new podcast, Beats, Brews, and Points of View. My name is Neil Richter, along with my co-host, Eman Bates. On this podcast, we will cover a variety of topics with the main focus on music while trying out new and interesting beers. This podcast has been a long time in the making, and we are very excited to finally launch. I hope you like it and tune in. We will be aiming at one episode a week, highlighting some choice beer and music, from reviews, local talents, concerts, and pop culture, and more. You can follow me on Instagram at neilrichter518, that's N-E-I-L-R-I-C-H-T-E-R 518, and E-Man at I hate E-Man Bates, I-H-A-T-E-E-M-A-N-B-A-T-E-S. Also make sure to subscribe to our SoundCloud and YouTube channels at Beats, Brews, and Points of View. Thanks and enjoy. The Bruce go for it, man. Our segment out of the way. I want to just go through some of these talking points we got here. Uh, I mean, I was talking a little bit earlier about the whole thing with Logic just dropped that freestyle today. Yeah, you got to tell me a little bit about that. I didn't really hear. It was much. pretty dope. It was over. Actually, I forgot what it was. A Method Man beat, and I forgot the name of the song. Um, I can look it up real quick. Okay. Killed it, but he announced his uh Bob. He announced that was at the uh, Young Sinatra four. I guess like yeah, like I guess like the fourth installment of the Young Sinatra series. The one thing that's curious about me is if you remember at the end of Everybody that he said that this was gonna like his next album was gonna be his last album. Would that be his last album? You know, I don't know, and I'm not really sure how to feel about artists anymore announcing retirement slash this is done, this is that's done. (laughs) Like a Jay Z. I feel like all of it's just part of a marketing ploy to build more stamina behind your moving machine like jay-z did i mean everyone's done i mean kiss did it a million times throughout their career i'm going on a farewell tour oh we're gonna come back i saw kiss's farewell tour in 2000 the year 2000 <laughs> they're still performing Kiss is still going on i, mean, I know gene simmons for instance is still doing solo stuff and i mean that's, i guess that's time, besides yeah. the point of like logic and all that but like childish gambino is saying that he's retiring but I don't think my personal opinion is that he's not retiring. I think he's just retiring the moniker of being called Childish Gambino, and I think he's just going to release music probably as his one as, as Donald Glover maybe. Because so I mean, he's blowing up on. I mean, in Atlanta so is probably equally fields. or bigger than his music is. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean you got that. He was in the Star Wars insane. movie. You got. I mean, you got a bunch he, of stuff he does. He's having the best time of his entire life right now. Like he's in a million things at once right now. Remember when Atlanta is literally like when logic, st- I mean, it's logic, hard to I'm explain sorry. how good that show uh, is. When, uh, was it Donald Glover? He started out, he was writing for 30 rock, 30 like, rock. Yeah. Yep. I, I caught, I didn't know of him as like childish Gambino was a later thing for me. Like I was, it, it took me a minute to get into it because like, it's just hard. I was in Detroit. Like I, I knew Donald Glover with childish Gambino. Yeah, because yeah. I knew him as Troy on Community. Like, Community was so fucking funny. Like, that yeah. was such a good show. I remember, and, the, like, you ever seen The Mystery Team? The Mystery Team, I, that <laughs> was, <laughs> see, that was later on, too. Like, I knew about, so Community, like, my my old roommate and I, Chewy, back in the day, we, we were, like, compatible on every level when it came to, like, music and TV and stuff. So we'd watch all the same kind of stuff together. And we had a big projector screen in our, in our basement, so we would watch Community together. And... I was blown away by how funny he was, and like the, the cast on that show was phenomenal. And like, I'm the type of person that when I find out about someone that I like, I like got a deep dive into him and like learn everything about him. So I, I like looked up Childish Game or at the time Donald Glover, 
and uh, found out that he was writing for 30 Rock while he was going yep. to NYU in college. And I'm like, oh, that man God, does it amazing. all. Like the ultimate renaissance man right there. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, That new album, it should be, I would think, within like 2019, I'm hoping. Yeah, I know right? like Young Thug confirmed he was on it. And then there's all those pictures that always pop up. Like there's like the once every two month tease of if him and Chance are going to have a joint album together. Because that always, that, that keeps bubbling up. I say, you know, this has been like the year of joint albums. I feel like, dude, I'm a, I'm about it. And beyond the joint rapper, like the double rapper album, my favorite new thing is the rapper producer joint album. When like the one oh, yeah. the one rapper picks one producer to do their whole album. Like Kanye did it like four times this year so far. Well, yeah, but that well, three, I guess. I, I won't include it. I really so. want to put that into that category because I feel like that whole good music rollout was such a miss. So all so of them? Lo- not all of them. I'm going to say no, no, no. all of them? Not all of them. <laughs> all of them were too short. All of them were too short. And I mean, um, the seven song thing, it, it really depends. Stupid. It's stupid. I'm, I'm very indifferent to it, to be honest with you. I mean, my, my stuff's seven songs, so I can't really say anything. But yeah, at the same time, it's, it's like... It's different, but that you chose to do that. I don't like the fact that he's choosing to make seven songs albums for other artists. I feel and like... especially ones that have this momentum and like that everyone's like hungry for it. Tiana Taylor is probably the dopest R&B chick out in my personal opinion right now. Like, I'm obsessed with that album. That one is by far my favorite of the... the I like Nas's. The whole Kanye role. I don't like Nas's very I like, much. I love... The, what was it? Uh, everything? I love that song. So there, there's everything definitely might great be one of my songs on there, but like year. for a Nas album, I'm, I'm ready for that RZA Swiss Beats album that he's going to be coming out with. with Got that. Like that. That's, that's he, more my There's a rumor that he's going to chance one, too. There's a rumor going on. Oh, with no, that. yeah, and there's going to be a. Well, I mean, Kanye's doing a Chance one, and I think he's doing a, a Sai High the Prince one as well. Oh, yeah. But, like, I'm not interested in any more of that seventh. I'm not really, to be perfectly well, honest with you, I'm not interested in nothing coming out of Kanye West right now. Like, nothing. Like, his raps fucking suck. He, he, his did raps you hear the story awful. about. Uh, it, was on, it was on Ye, the line he had. Uh, it, fuck, what was it? No, no, no! It wasn't on. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was on. It was on. Uh, Life of Pablo, I guess. Consequence was in the studio when they were recording that, and then that that one song was like, "And if I fuck this model and she just bleached her asshole, and I spill good on my t-shirt, I'ma feel like an asshole." Apparently, he walked out of the studio when he heard that line. I would too. That's disgusting. I would. It's terrible. It's just trash rap. Like and it, then I found out. Uh, like, Yo, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't. It wasn't consequence. It was. Uh, it was Rhyme Fest that did that. I'm sorry. Oh that's yeah. Well, was. that's a rumor I heard. Yeah. Well, Kanye owns Rhyme Fest a lot more credit than. Oh yeah. Is due, but. I I just can't get in. I can't. I can't get behind. Well, especially after the whole Make America Great Again shit. That was really with the whole plumbing of the nose. So, for me. and that for me, I thought that was super bullshit to do to other artists because. You just took what Tiana Taylor was doing, what Nas has always standed for, all these other artists that that shit means something to them and just put this fucking blemish on it because now it's all about you again. It's all about Kanye West instead of it's all about Tiana Taylor, which it should have been about, which it should have been about all about Pusha T. It should have been all about Nas. And then you can just throw away that. So you thinking he did that as more of like a marketing ploy type deal? Yeah, and the fact that he's just got this crazy ego that's just so out of whack and he's just so out of touch with reality. I mean, 
Did you it's see? Possible. I, mean, I don't really care about fashion, but I mean, the man wore freaking flip flops oh, half the size of his feet <laughs> to his friend's <laughs> fucking wedding. What kind of shit is that? I don't know. I, I'm Kanye's back to I bring this back Kanye around though. Sorry. Like the, still... the, the producer, uh, the producer rapper joint album. The one that I had in mind more that I was thinking of was the Black Thought Ninth Wonder. Which was also a short album. It was a five-song EP, but it was like a it was a, a series of volumes. I think I think Black Thought pre, uh, presented as a volume one. So I think next to him, like I, I think I saw like Pete Rock reach out to him on Instagram, Ooh. like like let's do number two. And like, oh man, if Black Thought does a series of these like five six songs with all these like classic iconic producers that I feel like should be highlighted a lot more, and that. Honestly, we're like a huge influence to Kanye West, who gets way more of the airtime and media press than these guys do. Like, Ninth Wonder is a fucking legend, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he's got a shout out to Rhapsody. I mean, yeah. The whole thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Jamla, Jamla, Jamla Records yeah. is so good. Or is that with Jamla or Jamla? Yeah, Jamla. Jamla. Yeah. Whew. Man, they are putting out some. I like that. Heather, I like Heather, Heather Victoria, I think her name is. She's on Jamla Suite. GQ. Yeah. It's phenomenal. He's got this, uh, I think his album's called East 14th Street. They they got a good crew going over the, at that uh, Jamler Records. I hope I'm saying that right, but either way, I'm a fan. <laughs> but uh, that's like the, the nerdy stuff. What do we want to talk about? Some of the big stuff that's been going on in the news? Like you, you like Nicki Minaj oh, being thing, super petty about everything in life. I was going to do that. Going. And then you got the Sway Lee thing with the, the phone. Did you hear about that? Explain this to me because you told me about it All earlier right. when we were texting. So I heard for those who are familiar, I mean, it's, it's one thing that kind of happened earlier. I guess, so you know, Ray Shermer is currently on tour with uh, Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, I think me and like Rob the, saw it. Oh, yeah, you went to the Detroit show or yeah, the, the DT first, show, right? First show yeah, of the tour, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And he brought his son out and he was dancing and stuff. So apparently some girl like just threw her phone directly at his face and then busted his lip. Oh. Like if you actually go on, it's it, it looked pretty bad. In fact, I'll pull it up right now if you want to oh, check it out. Yeah, it I'd looks Yeah, it, it looked pretty gruesome. Apparently he was about to cuss her out. Now, what she forgot to take out when she threw the phone was her ID. <laughs> so, Sway Lee is currently threatening to sue this person, which he is, in my opinion, he's totally justified. I just want to know, like, because if you look at, uh, of course, if you he's look justified. at the fo- if you look at the photos of it, I mean, it's like she threw a fucking Nokia. I mean, I don't know, like, how I don't know how it got that bad. I don't know how hard she threw it. He said it was like baseball style. But... I don't care if she threw a bottle cap at him. I don't understand this about yeah. Like, so all right, as someone that goes to concerts all the time. And sees this happen all the time. I've never understood like why people do the that? desire to throw things. Oh, 
supposed to be I mean, much like the After Effect after that. That's uh, that's. I don't, I wonder what like. Why, why would you want to throw your fucking cell phone too? Like, that's I don't fucking property know. to own. People, you know, privileged kids these days, man. I don't understand. Shit's expendable, I guess, to them. I mean, whatever. That I'll, I'll we'll talk about that show for a minute though. The Days and Blaze tour is going on currently right now. My friend, my my best friend Rob, who's probably you can hear right, walking, walking upstairs. upstairs. Um, he and I went to the show, and him and I loved Wiz when Wiz first was coming out like we love like, like 2009 burn like, after rolling yeah. and his cushion orange juice and his early mixtapes were sweet and we were super into him around that time and him and i saw him like three dealer or four no times deal and they dealer no deal we saw him like three or four times in like one year and then we had we took like a long gap me and robert the same age as as Wiz, both 31 years old and we hadn't seen him in years and so we, we were like dude let's go this will be a party it's a dt we got lawn tickets whatever let's do it so we go, and during Ray Shremmer's part of the concert, I, I had so much fun, but I felt really old. I felt like a dinosaur in like a land of teenagers, oh, yeah. bro. There was I felt like I was like should be babysitting some of these people on the lawn. Like there was really young people there. But then during Wiz, we found like an old security guard that didn't know what was, she was doing, checking tickets, and we got all the way up in the front. So that felt a little bit better. We were around some kids that were a bit more our age. And we had a lot of fun. We brought his, brought his son out on stage doing some dances. Yeah, I saw that video. Actually. And we made it. And we were in. You could see Rob and I dancing in the day to day videos that were. That <laughs> was, but uh, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. But um, all right. So back to see, obviously else? we gotta. I don't want to talk about it because I'm already sick about hearing it. But Nikki Travis. Oh, the you know the market employee going on there. Looks smart. Remember a couple years back, maybe seven or eight, that when Fifty Cent and Kanye West had like that little fake beef going on, and whoever outsold the yeah, person, yeah, that was had, good. That was that was beneficial for both of them. Yeah, and whoever outsold that person had to retire. What was it? Was was it Curtis? Not Curtis. It was before. Curtis. It was Curtis. No, was no, it no. Curtis? It was Curtis. I think it was Curtis up against and graduation. Was it eight oh eight? I thought it was eight oh eight heartbreaks. No, I had to have been. Let's double. I'll look that All up, right. but I think it was against graduation. Might, it might have been graduation. You know what? Yeah, you're right. I think you're right. It had you're the, right. the song with T Pain on it, which I think yep. was on Good Life, uh, right? Yep. yep. Yeah. And let me tell you about what better. So I'm it. thinking like you thinking. I'm thinking it's like a similar ploy, maybe. It could be, and but you know what? It could it could be close because let me explain why. It does make sense a little bit because I think Kanye. Was kind of pushing past fifty at that point. I think if anything, that album uh, that that feud did favors to fifty more than it did to Kanye. So I think Kanye's album would have been successful either way. Oh yeah. Like for me, Curtis. I don't know. I didn't really listen to it a whole lot. I was more into like the massacre and Get I still kill was dope. Yeah, there were there, there was definitely there the tracks, tracks but like I think that that album would have done as well without like that pitting against each other. And I don't think it's the same with Travis and Nicki because I think Nicki. Is just more pissed about Travis, but Travis is the new thing, and he's just, in my opinion, just making better music. Like, so he's young. She, he Nikki called him quote, a lot of this stuff. Quote the hot nigga of the week. <laughs> to go and, out well, I, I don't like what. Well, first of all, I don't like the fact that she's thirty-five years old and has this like super Nikki, petty rollout to her album. I didn't know she was thirty-five. Yeah, I she was a little bit younger than that. Huh. She's 35 years old, man. She's blaming. Green wasn't like a the, bad album, though. It's just that 
Well, here's my drawback like, with Nicki Minaj. I think she's super duper talented. I always I think have she dumbs it down way. a lot. I think she's better than what she's putting out. But I think she I don't needs. Think, to, I don't think that one was bad. I think what she needs to do. Well, I, I guess Queen was the concept of her album, but it's the concept of all of her fucking music, which is the boring part to me. I think she needs to sit down, pick a topic, maybe something a little bit more grown up than she's been rapping about over the last however long. And stick to that lane because I, I don't, Here's to be perfectly honest with you, like, I'm bored with like, Nicki Minaj I'm better has, than you, I'm the queen. She I has like that Barbie fan base. You have to really think about that. So, I mean, if she tries to switch it up at this point, like, I mean, I feel like she can do whatever she wants at this point. She's big enough to where she can get away with it and people still gonna, you know, people still gonna buy the album, obviously. But she's gonna like, she wants to be tailored to like that fan base. I kind of stick to that. It kind of reminds me of like, uh, like people. Say like like the Detroit rap scene, for instance. I mean, you got like, you know, like your trap style. Like if you have like somebody like switch out of it, the same people not really gonna fuck with you anymore. I know. Like, but I mean, she's got such a loyal fan base and such a loyal following. I feel like the, I mean, and especially like the 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 fans are getting older with you. At least the ones that have been. You know who else? Very comparable, comparable, I must say comparable Nicki Minaj, not even hip hop, comparable Nicki Minaj, somebody who kind of evolved, Kesha, Kesha's a perfect example of this, so, so, I mean, obviously, like, I mean, you had, like, what was it, TikTok that came out, I don't know, like, what, like, oh, God, yeah, it was, like, very poppy, and then you hear, like, I think, like, her new album was Rainbow, like, there's an opening song, it's called Bastards, and if you know the whole story about Kesha, she got shelled for a while, kind of like how, what happened to Mike Bozo for you, yeah, and then the whole, that, and then the whole thing with her manager, and all this stuff, like, it was, you feel like she's matured a lot, like, you can tell she's grown as an artist, kind of like how we were just talking about Mac Miller earlier, a little bit, kind of like that same, like, evolution, Nicki Minaj has done that to a very minimal extent to me. That's what I'm saying. And that's why, like, I just don't... Like, she's grown, but not significant enough to where, oh, hey, this is totally different. No, you're still trying to cater to that, that certain fan base. I get that. You know, that's how that's where the money is. That's your lane. But, you know, you can still kind of switch it up a little bit and right. still kind of, yeah. And aside from that, I feel like, um, like she just... Drake is the same way to me. Like, so I was huge into Drake when I was 23, but then I stopped having the same girl problems, and I moved on with my life. I feel like he's still rapping about the same shit. She's still rapping about the same shit, and that's when their you money do maker. that, you so everyone's gonna listen to your album once, and of course you've got millions and millions of fans. They're all gonna listen to that shit once. But the reason why I think Travis Scott has stayed number one is because people want to listen to his album again. I listened to Nicki Minaj's album there once, is and a I haven't danger, come back to it There once. is a dark side to, to doing that, though. like, five or six times. Already. There is a very dark side to switching it up, though, too. Like, if you say, like, before Mac Miller, like, I mean, everybody has, like, I, I hate to say it, but, the, like, the token white boy of hip-hop, if you really want to say yeah, it. Yeah, of course there is. Before Mac Miller, you had this guy called Asheroff back in the day. Asheroff is still amazing, by the way. Asheroff does not get enough credit. I agree with but, that statement. So when I Love College came out, I mean, it came out around the same, same time Day and Night came out, right? I think it was like Which 2009. Which a terrible song. That's why he got the, the bad rap, I think. <laughs> no, dude. I think what happened is people, so many people loved that song, and then when he went to like his actual Actually stuff. Actually making hip-hop music? Yeah, like say like Retro Hash and stuff like that. People didn't like it because they weren't used to it. I feel like and that's what happened. Like you kind of alienated that fan base that kind of got you big. So there's a dark side to switching it up, too, if you really think about it. 
Asheroth is like, oh man, he Asheroth should, is very he underrated. Still be bigger than he is yeah. right now. Like, I, I don't know if he cares to actually be bigger than he is right now, but he's doing just okay. I think he's probably got plenty of money still from Isle of College, but <laughs> um, I think I he's that. amazing, man. Like he, there was what was a cipher I saw? I think it was like him and like Chip the Ripper or King Chip. Every called himself now. It was the fat rap? I think it was like a raw paper. It was like for raw papers or something like that. Was it, was it the, f- the fat rap freestyle? I think that was on like Big Sean's mixtape. No, no, no. no. This was just like them. Like this was all like it was on YouTube. It was just like the three of them standing around. Like it was him, King Chip, someone else. I don't know. It was amazing. But Asher Roth has always been that gifted. And I remember seeing him with Kid Cudi and like I think B.O.B. opened up for them. This was like 2008 or 2009 that or something. time like that. was gr- so many it's people. Amazing. Wale was around that time. One guy who didn't, I swear to God, I thought he was going to get a lot bigger. Charles Hamilton. I don't even know what the fuck happened to him. Charles Hamilton is still big in his representation. Is he though? I, I mean, I would think he so. He would have got, I think Kendrick opened for him, if I'm not mistaken, at one point. Yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> Charles Hamilton is, he could have been so much bigger than he actually yeah. was. That opinion. happens though, man. I mean, it really does. I mean, it depends on how you like, like you can you can make that one song, but if you don't keep them coming, like I think the reason why Kendrick is so special and like J. Cole's are so special is because their style and music keeps evolving and changing. Agreed. They don't like, stay the same. I mean, even throughout the same album, like the amount of like tempo changes and beat changes that Kendrick has in an album is crazy. And the shit that Kendrick can do with his voice is just astounding to me. But I think TDE is the best hip hop. Collective that there is. I'm glad we're going. I'm glad we're going to go into this. We're going to talk about collective. So mm-hmm. you say like TDE. I mean, you got another one. Dreamville is another good one. Like starting to Dreamville's form up a phenomenal. little bit. Dreamville, phenomenal. Boz and JID. Is it JID or is it JID? I've heard I, he, him call he say, he say both. I, I mean, we know what you're talking about. I mean, so, that yeah. freestyle he did on uh, was that Funk Flex? Oh yeah, yeah. I listened to that. Actually, Man. showed me that one. Yeah, yeah. that was phenomenal. Um, that kid's super, actually the first time I heard him, I think it was that, uh, I heard that Never song, Never Been a Bit, right. Never Had It, you know, that, uh, and I thought he kind of sounded like Kendrick, which is, was like the original draw to me, because it was just fucking Kendrick Stan, but like, now, like, when I listen to his, like, the freestyle stuff, I'm like, oh, I don't even hear Kendrick anymore, because it's so different stylistically, it's just like he has a little bit of a similar inflection with his voice, or whatever, but man, I really like him a lot. Another one, another big group, ASAP Mob. Well. ASAP Mob, ASAP for mob. sure. So but although, dope. like the mob, though, if you think about it, the mob's not like it's not nearly like a t- you got like I think Ferg is the best one in ASAP Mob now. I think he's, he's the most for consistent me, he's one. Rocky. Ferg is the most consistent one in ASAP Mob because Ferg has put out an album every year. ASAP Rocky hasn't, but he's doing ASAP Rocky's doing other shit though. He's doing a lot of other he's doing shit. A, yeah, and he's. Well, the thing that I like about Rocky a lot is that he's got twelve years up there too, pushing his craft in different directions too. Like I like that Rocky's always sounded like obviously he's from Harlem, yeah, and sounds like he's from Houston sometimes. Sounds oh yeah, he has like that chopped you know, like, and screwed like, yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes because he's got like the like the EDM influence, the, like the Danny Brown influence. Because I know them, Skrillex, him, them two are good. Heard also brought a Skrillex for a song too. Yeah, yeah both of them did. Um, say. Uh, oh, speaking of Rocky, you know, yeah. I like, like Pro Era, too. Joe Rest Badass. Capital Steve's. Yeah. yeah. Capital. Man, so they were they re-released um, Joey Badass's first album, 1999, and put it on all the streaming services recently. Right. And I was listening to it, because I don't listen to much that's 
that I used to have on my iPod anymore because I just have Tidal and Spotify yeah, and Apple. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just got all those streaming services now. And I was listening to that, and I was like, Jesus Christ, this kid was 17 years old when this came out. Oh, yeah. And he was just whipping. And, and Capital Steez is on, like, four or five of those tracks where you're like, Damn. I mean, you got to think about all those kids, like, just came, like Earl Sweatshirt when Earl, when uh, that Earl video came out. He was, like, what, like, 16, 17? It's crazy. That whole camp, too, like, Odd we, we forget camp that, or we forget that camp. Vince Staples is loosely connected to the Odd Future camp. Uh, who else? Uh, no, what's the name? Casey Veggies. Casey Veggies is amazing. Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. Said a lot of people came out of Hot Future Camp, dude. I mean, I mean, basically, if you want to say the internet, really, the, yeah, the internet, Matt Marsh and all those guys, yeah. And speaking of Even which, we like, were talking about, uh, you know, the what's that Tyler and Rocky allegedly have a joint album coming out, but you showed me a couple tracks that I was really into recently. The uh, one they were, they were in like France or something like that, mm-hmm. yeah. And Jaden Smith was in that background, good camps, Pro Era's great. Um, I like. As much as like you don't see them as much together anymore, but I've always been a giant fan of the Save Money crew, which like started with like Chance and Vic Mensa and Joey Perp. And I didn't know that was a thing. To be honest with that you, that was a I, thing. That was all those Chicago boys that came up together, and then like, well, Vic was like in Kids or uh, he was in this band called Kids These Days, where like uh, it was more of like a, it was like a hip hop thing, but it was kind of like poppy a little bit. Like, Vic Mensa kind of found his own after that a little right. bit. You know, he was, like, super young when that was... I think he was, like, 16 or 17 when that was going on. Okay. Him and Chance are both still so fucking young. Yeah. That's the crazy part, man, is, like, how young these kids are. Denzel Curry is, like, what, like, 25? I just saw I just saw a video of Denzel Curry today. It was, uh... He was at... was the Afropunk Festival that just happened? Mm-hmm. And he did, uh... What was that XSX Tansion song? Uh, the, 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 not one of the bigger ones. Sipping tea in your hood. He actually paid tribute with that. Mm-hmm. The video looked kind of dope, but yeah, you gotta realize they both were in that South Florida scene. So like, I mean, they all you know they probably knew each other and everything like that. They were probably cool. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, I mean, you got all these people that kind of come out together. Like you're talking about, like Chance and Vic Mensa. They came around the same time. And they kind of like lost touch with each other for a little while. But like in more recent posts, like there was some kind of feud where I think like Vic called him out or something, and then Chance like reached out to him, and now they're like. Buddy, back, buddy. Yeah. back together and joey perp's got a new song called out it's song's called bag talk i love it i love i'm a huge Never joey perp it. fan he's i don't phenomenal. mind joey perp though joey perp's great dude he's really really talented there's um a freestyle of his on tim westwood that's fucking awesome it's really good um let's see what were the other oh i know what i wanted to talk did you did you hear or read anything about the Robert Glasper, Lauren Hill? No. Uh, feud, I guess you would call it. No. So Robert Glasper is, for you guys don't probably don't know out there, well, some of you will, but <laughs> Robert Glasper is an amazing jazz hip-hop producer, writer player he plays keyboards he's in a band currently right now called august green with common and kareem riggins who's from detroit Slowly. shout out okay. um and so yeah he's he's his he's got grammys he's got emmys his his list is high of things that he's accomplished but he was he's from houston and he was on a local houston radio show recently and he was talking about um, the Miseducation of Lauren Hill, because it's the 20th anniversary of that album coming out. Okay. And it's such an iconic album for a lot of people. And he talked about on this interview how Lauren Hill stole 
a lot of the music that was written for that album from like other musician friends of his and just didn't give him credit or didn't give him proper payment and was kind of a diva about the way she conducted business and this and that. And uh, that got a lot of talk. But then there was kind of, it was kind of quiet after that for a little bit. Like no one really was talking about it. And then she released a statement today. And I thought a lot of her points were valid in it. She ended the age-old debate if Lauren Hill's a racist or not. Of course she's not. I think anyone with a brain could have deciphered that. Yeah, people always thought she was racist because she did an interview for MTV back in the day where she said she makes music to empower young black women. And whoever the reporter What's was... That? Right. Yeah, I well, feel whoever like the reporter to was it. took that and ran with, oh, she yeah. doesn't want white people listening to her it, music. That's shit's out of context. Right. I mean, yeah. But so she ended that. But So she's talking about all these different questions. I wish she would have gone more into why the fuck she's late all the goddamn time for her concerts, but that's a different story. But, um... So she said, she's like, for a person like Robert, I wish he, I thought he would have had uh, more credibility. And she was like, people don't even know who this guy is until he's talking about the interview. Like, people don't even know. What are you talking about? People definitely know who Robert Glasper is. Mm-hmm. Like, you may not. Like, you may be in your own bubble. I don't know. I just think she did a shitty job. Like, she did a good job explaining herself, but not taking accountability for her past transgressions, I guess. Right. Because, like, I feel like she could have easily just been like, man, I'm sorry that you felt that way. Who, like, they could have just had a conversation. Like, both of them didn't really need to do all this. They could have been like, well, who do you think you're talking about? Like, there was this also thing where she used to make people call her Miss Hill. Like, you couldn't address her by her name. That dead diva shit, man. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I mean... I don't know. We'll see what comes from that. Robert Glasper has been retweeting stuff all day about this article that came out of Lauren Hill's involved in. So. Any chance of a Foodies reunion? <sighs> yeah, right. Unless Dave Chappelle's involved. <laughs> Dave, Dave Chappelle is the only one that can make it happen. He did it on the uh, block party. Uh, Let's see. Real quick, uh, quick re- like a uh, shout out to We Came as Romans, Kyle uh, Pavone. Uh, yeah. Singer passed away. Uh, I think causes weren't known, if I'm not mistaken, as of right now, right? I didn't hear much about it other than... Um, I actually got to see them live. They opened for System of Down a couple of years ago. System of Down. Yeah. They, they brought it up on Dave and Chuck the Freak today. I didn't. I wasn't very familiar with the music other than you, you were telling me about them and they're local to Michigan, obviously. But um, that's sad, man. Do you know how, anything about how he passed? Uh, it didn't say anything when I was checking around. That's a bummer. Yeah. He was young, too. He was like, what, like 28? You're older than me. Yeah. Think about that. So much. Is that still recording? Yeah, it's still recording. All right, cool. I think so. Go Shaq. Oh, I just, uh, oh, maximum recording time is in use. wonder how long ago that went out. Okay, pretty good. All right, cool. So I guess I'll just maybe want to take with and edit them together. Yep. All right, let's see. Is it on right now? Yeah, it's on right now. All right, so we got the drama part out of the way, Nikki Travis, Robert Glasper, Lauren Hill, all that stuff. Let's talk about the stuff that we like. How about okay. instead? What do you got? So, for my music picks of the week, it's a pretty wide array. It's not just hip-hop at all. I got Boz's album, Milky Way. I actually just listened to it last night. Did you? Time. So, straight through. I listened to it straight through. 
because I really wasn't familiar with Boss until actually this album. Like I've I've knew of him, but I never really sat down and listened to him. It's like JID. I never really sat down and listened to JID until like a couple weeks ago. Boy, <laughs> Dude, I tell you, I mean, I'm I'm notorious for calling something. All right, so this this is why I like to usually sit, which will be nice. Is most of our podcasts from this point on will have a week to sit with us music right. instead of just a couple of days when it drops. But I've definitely gone overboard with song or with albums early, but it's already in my favorite albums of the year. Of the year, yeah. Okay. I love it, man, because right from the start, the the very first track, um, like it's kind of subdued. And it's got like that intro vibe to it. You hear it, and then Boz comes in with, "They be telling or they be telling lies like Kelly and Conway." And I was like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, let's do it. Let's go." I love yeah, it. Yeah, I like that album a lot. Don't forget the feature with J Cole when that video came out, like. A week or so ago, and the way he sequenced it was great. It starts off with that one, which I loved, and then it goes right into that tribe song with J. Cole, which they got the video rollout, so that's going to be huge. And then it goes right into Boca Raton with ASAP Ferg, which is man, Ferg is just oh no, that that's track four. Track, what goes it? What goes it? What's it going to? I was I looking it, off I my playlist, right here, actually. I was looking off the ones that I saved. Ah, so you saved them in a certain order. <laughs> uh, it goes from that, the one with the Kelly A and Conway line to Front Desk, then into Tribe. Yeah. Then and into then Boca, Boca Raton. Raton. Yeah. And then it goes into Barack, Barack Obama, Obama special, which is awesome. Purge. Purge is awesome. Yeah. I can't remember Fragrance. I can't remember Fragrance right now. Let's see what, what's that one sound like. Okay. I think this is the one. There was like two. There was like only two songs on there that were just kind of okay to me. But I loved PDA. I thought Designer was sweet. Oh, I don't know if you saw the completely unrelated to Boss, but you saw that we may be getting a new Schoolboy Q album this year. That's that's definitely we're gonna, we're gonna talk about the the anticipated projects. At the end, for sure, because that's yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, he apparently posted an Instagram post today of him in the studio. I saw so, that. And Schoolboy Q is phenomenal. I love that whole blank face was playing oxymoron shit. Yeah. My favorite part about this whole since we're already in the Schoolboy Q topic, he posted some picture on Instagram or whatever, and people were like. Well, I hope you're not just posting pictures. And he goes, I'm not just here to post pictures. I was like, ooh, that means music's oh, coming. Ooh, it's coming. And I'm thinking Isaiah Rashad probably has one coming too. Him? So who else? Absol? Maybe? Possibly? I think they're going to do it in classic TDE fashion where they drop one. I, I, their, roll, their album rollouts, I think, kind of lower the labels need to do it like that. They roll out one at a time. And they pretty much dominate the year. They'll yeah. do like one, like every three, four to five, six months, and then their whole team just rides for that album. Because like, last year was SZA, SZA put out an album, and Kendrick put out an album. All well, last they all year. Did, they usually all like. Absol didn't put one out. He put one out that December. Absol like, put out one out in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, because it was. Uh, His was uh, do do do, uh, do without wilt. Something yeah, like something like that. Do without wilt. Yeah, that sounds about right. 
You got that and I, Isaiah Rashad came out a couple months before that. And I think Blank Face came out that same year, too. And then you got currently, probably in my top three of the year right now, it's J, J-Rock Redemption. Oh, yeah. forgot about Redemption. The bloodiest. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. Oh, I love that album. Win has been my anthem for, like, doing everything this year. That song gets you through the gym. It gets you through your work day. Win, 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 win. Fuck everything else. Oh, it's great. I love that song. Squaw, 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 squaw. What else? Let's see. What else did I... Oh, so there were some some ones outside of the hip-hop realm that I've been getting into. Okay, what we got? Let's see. Um, I'm going to pull up my list real quick here. After that... Faza, oh, Blood Orange. Yeah, I was just listening to that actually on the way here. Ooh. Blood Orange's new album's called Negro Swan, which should already entice you by the title I didn't a, a little bit. I mean, get a chance to listen to it in depth. Uh, I listened to the first couple songs on it. Like I know he had a feature from ASAP Rocky, if I'm not mistaken. On he's got it. a bunch yeah. of good features on there, and I think Dev Hines is like the guy, the brains. Well, he is Blood Orange. He's he's per, or he's put out music under other names before, but um, it's the type of music you want to listen to on your headphones. You just want that like that Sunday chill. Get a little stone, put your headphones on. Vibe out to that one for a while. But he's phenomenal, man. Let's let me pull up this track list. He's even got Puff Daddy on a song, I forgot about that. <laughs> Did you hear that uh that I haven't heard this yet, this get the strap? I I, I haven't listened to it yet. Don't ever play it on our podcast. <laughs> I'll I give, just I'll I give just find it I'll, funny I'll, I'll that, remain that 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 rainbow hair. Lunatic, yeah, nameless, he, he, because he doesn't deserve any speaking <laughs> segments on this podcast ever. So you gonna treat him like Voldemort? Pretty much. I just want him to go away. He's gonna get himself killed with all the gang violence that he perpetuates all the time. But that's not uh, that's none of my business. Yeah. So there was those ones. White Denim is an indie band that I like that my friend Nora texted me about that I enjoyed. Um, The singer kind of sounds like a little bit like uh, the Black Keys a little bit, but the music sounds different than the Black Keys. Um, Quick local shout out, uh, you've got the At Casual uh, Chirp Show coming up next week. Oh yeah, I definitely wanted to shout that out. That's on Friday, the Throw Club in Detroit. I would go to that, but I'm already going to Toys 5-9 The Roots at Shane Park which I'll be reporting That's, uh, back on the, on the podcast I'm working, both a, I'm working at night anyway so fuck my go life. to that show they're yeah, doing a I, video yeah. game Vid- theme thing they actually shout out to uh, Local 4 they actually did a whole article about that so it's what Chirp Dr. Pizza Chirp, and Dr. That Casual Pizza, all, oh man and That Casual three huge bands, bands around of here amazing musicians even better people um, I would definitely go check that show out. They're gonna be playing video game themed tracks. I'm not sure. I think each band got like a certain like a system, maybe. Or yeah, I'm not sure how game. that was set up. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm really not... a video game or a system. I think it's a combination of both. Of, but it should be pretty cool. Cause I know, like, if you look at like their uh, post, or whatever at Casuals, like the Sega logo. I think 
Chirps is like Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Dr. Pizza. No, Dr. Pizza is like the 64. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So that's pretty sweet. All right, let's see real quick here on the notes. What else did I leave out? Oh, one last album that I want to mention. Dude named Leon Thomas. Album is called Genesis. Never heard of it. It's uh, R&B music, and it's phenomenal. Um, the dude's got Buddy on it. Like that was what kind of. So when I run out of albums that I want to listen to on on the Fridays when music drops, I just scroll down and look at the album covers that are interesting. And that's kind of what happened with this one. I was just scrolling through the new music that came out last Friday. Saw an album cover that I thought was interesting looking. Oh, yeah, it's trippy. I'm looking at it right now. Decided to play it, and I was uh, really happy about it. Um, we can play clips of it. Here, I'll play the intro to the track that I like, if I can find it. Wilson, here. shout out to them. Another Michigan band right here. Who knows? Chad Wilson, Chad, you know, uh, actually have Chad Nicefield on Facebook. He actually is one of the promoters at Crowfoot. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, they nice. actually just put their album out. I forgot about that. Here we go. This is a little clip of uh, Buddy and Leon Thomas. I'm gonna save that. <laughs> Thomas, the song's called Favorite. Album is called Genesis. I think that is pretty good stuff. What else do we got? Oh! I can't let the podcast go without giving a shout out to this album right here. So, no, we had that special aside. Yeah. <laughs> Kaya by Bob Marley and the Wailers turned 40 years old last week they reissued it on all the streaming services that's why i decided to dig it out of my record collection because i love this album it's been a huge influence on me oh sun is shining is one of my favorite songs of all time i mean every time will tell has been covered by the black crows that's amazing you probably heard it It was in pineapple express i think at the end of the album it's like if you if you don't know this album go get this album it's so good. Another uh, another birthday album. I think it was a three year birthday of uh, the weekend's Beauty Behind the Madness today too. Oh yeah, a lot of good tracks on that one. It was uh, the hill, the hills. Mm. Can't feel my face. Got a lot of a lot of classic tracks on that one. 
That's crazy. You Actually, the term classic, I feel like, is used loosely these days, but yeah, that was a classic. That, that reminds me to bring up that I forgot about earlier. Um, did you hear about like the, the fake Michael Jackson tracks or whatever? So apparently, no, I, um, I don't even want to go ahead and say the, I don't remember what record label it was, who released it or what Michael Jackson was on, but uh, they released like an album after he died, whatever. Okay. And there was three tracks that were recorded on there that they used like a, a impressionist to sing Michael Jackson songs. What? <laughs> Hold on, what? Yeah, man. Like they put out like three three that songs one ridiculous. of them was featuring 50 cent too so like 50 probably thinks he has a song with michael jackson but it was like literally like i don't know it's if like it was that, stuff uh, that was written by mike back in the day and then they just never put it out but they literally got a guy to sound like michael come in and sing wait 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 these hear songs. me out on scorpion drake's album you know how he has that track with michael jackson he probably, got the, stems. he probably got the stems for that. Okay, I, all right. But I, I was like, I what are the odds of that one? I don't agree with that I, song. I think that song is doo doo. <laughs> I think it's stupid that he did that, but whatever. That's, that's no here, no there. But yeah, so uh, that's crazy that people are putting out fake Michael Jackson shit. That's insane. Let, let the man have his peace. Yeah, agreed. Anything, you got anything else? Uh, Aretha Franklin's funeral was today. Dude, yeah, we definitely cannot wrap yeah, this we can't, podcast yeah. without talking yeah. about Aretha Franklin. Rest in peace to the Queen of Soul. So, I'm, I don't know, I'm fascinated by stats because I'm a nerd. And I heard the stat, and I put it on my Instagram, um, that she had 100 songs on the Billboard charts in her career. And that's insane to me. 20 of them went number one. A hundred on the Billboard charts, and the craziest part about Aretha Franklin is she like a lot of people. Most musicians have a run. It's like a three, you know, three five no, year she run. Was timeless. You know? She had absolutely most, like, it went timeless. decades of runs. Like she was, not to mention Detroit. Like we breed the best, <laughs> the best of. Did the you best, hear man. about the uh, on? Uh, Kanye West, or was it on College Dropout? The one sample, fuck, I forgot what song he sampled Aretha Franklin, but she would not clear the sample unless, it was School Spirit, it was School okay. Spirit on Kanye West's College Dropout. She would not clear that sample of, uh, you know, like for whatever, you know, legal purposes or whatever, un- unless all the cuss words were taken out. That's <laughs> why in School Spirit you hear School Spirit, mother, blah, blah, and then ah. I kind of did that. She would not clear that sample. That's pretty cool, man. There's I mean, my favorite, I think probably my favorite most deaf song of all time is a er, Aretha Franklin uh, sample. R-E-S-P-E-C-T? It's No, it's Miss Fat Booty. So, um, <laughs> Wait, who made that song? It's, it's a most deaf song. I'm not sure who produced the song. Okay. Let's see. So, most deaf. If you're not familiar with the most deaf song, which most of you hip hop fans should be. Yeah. 
I haven't heard this in a while. So, I knew that song before I knew this song, but that's a sample from this. I'm only one step ahead of Heartbreak. Such a unique voice. This past Thanksgiving, didn't she do the uh, national anthem at the Lions game? Mm-hmm. Alright, because like you can't like legit you can't be mad listening to the song. It just has such like a upbeat tone to it. Well, you know what Ebro brought it up on uh Hot 97. I listen to Ebro in the morning, like religiously on Hot 97, and uh he brought up a good point. And a lot of I've always felt this way too. Like a lot of people like who don't listen to hip hop think like, oh, all they do is sample from other artists is bullshit. Mm-hmm. They don't write their well, I think that's the coolest part is... Like, you're paying homage the, in a way. It, well, it bridges the gap of generations of music. So, like, there's been so many songs where, in my life, I've known the hip-hop version before. before and then, like, I've deep-dived and gone back. And you're like, oh, you know how much fun I have it as a nerd, like, up to music when I'm listening to, like... You listen to the Isley Brothers and you're making love right. between the sheets. Bling, bling, bling. You're like, oh, that's Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> Just like let the connection of it. Yeah, it's like you know, it clicks uh, in the head. You're like, oh, it's amazing. So I thought that was pretty cool. So rest in peace to Aretha Franklin, yeah. Detroit legend, music legend. I mean, she might be dead, but I think uh, no, her that, legacy. That music's gonna outlive that, us that, for no. sure. No, that that shit's timeless. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else, man? Is there anything else you want to talk about? We wrapped it up. We've, we've talked to quite a bit, quite a amount of stuff today. I don't think there's anything else we need to cover this week. I uh, guess I can end with saying the music that I'm anticipating the most right now is obviously that Schoolboy Q that him and I were talking about because he's been posting on Instagram. There's Redman's been teasing all over Instagram about Muddy Waters too. Redman is like <laughs> one of my favorite. I mean. If if that happens, I'm gonna be so excited oh, because Redman is so underrated. Redman is so underrated. And then Brandon Coleman. Maybe not a lot of you know who he is, who are watching this, but I want you to familiarize yourself with Brandon Coleman because he was playing keys for Kamazi Washington when we just saw him recently, and he's got his own. He's he plays keys, synth. He does the vocoder, the talk box, or whatever. He has his own album called Resistance, I believe, coming out on the 14th of September on Brain Feeder, which is Flying Lotus's label. 
they performed one of his songs, uh, the title track off it. I can't remember. Let me let me look it up. Flying so Low is, is a very unique individual to me. Oh man! I finally got to see Kuso. Is that couple, the horror movie that he did? It's. I wouldn't even classify it a horror movie. It's just a. I, I I don't even know what the fuck it is to be honest with you. It's literally one of the craziest things I've ever seen. So let me tell you. Let me talk to you about the first fifteen minutes of Kuso. Sorry, you know, sorry, Flylo, I'm about to spoil this shit for him, just just in case. So, it's about, like, this brother, and I think they're brother and sister, and I guess it's, like, post-apocalyptic movie or whatever the fuck's going on. So, I guess, like, she's getting fucked by some dude in another room, oh, and he got the brother, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, do you want me to get into this? Cause I don't it's, know. It's, it's gonna get graphic. Oh, this might this be a little too much. very graphic. Just too much? I'll let you just go see it. Never mind. Just go see it. Just go, just go see, see it. it. It or don't see it. Or don't see it. Yeah. Or not. Well, flying I mean, Lotus is involved. If you in it, so. if you got like a really, really high tolerance for gross shit, it'll be good for you. <laughs> if not, don't see it. <laughs> don't see it. Don't be honest with you. Cause I, I didn't know what to expect. And I was I was not ready. I was no, I was not prepared for Petrified. that. Petrified. Bruh. <laughs> more of like that single by Brandon I, Coleman uh, is called Giant Feelings, by the way. And it's featuring Patrice Quinn, who's got a phenomenal voice. She was also playing with Kamazi. And there's someone else on here, too. Uh, Tech Dizzle. Not sure exactly who Tech Dizzle is, but the song is phenomenal. So go check it out. Um, dude, I'm proud of us, man. Episode one. Episode one. Oh, uh, yeah. Any other shout-outs or anything like that? Uh... I, I don't know. I can give you my right uh, Twitter handle now. Oh, it's yeah, Redwings518. Yeah. Go follow me on Twitter, on Instagram. I'm different. Well, I don't know why, but I'm Neil Richter 518 on Instagram. Well, I am I hate Eman Bates on all my social media except for Snapchat. That would be Eman was here. That would be W U Z H E R E E M A N before that. <laughs> and then um We'll post the SoundCloud and all that shit yeah, on, the, yeah. on, on the end of it. That's it, man. It'll be SoundCloud. I think it's under Beats and Brews, if I'm not mistaken. It should be under Beats and Brews. It is under Beats and Brews, for sure. And, yeah, we will see you guys next week. Woo! Go for it, man. You're welcome to the first segment of uh, Beats, Brews, and Points of View. Uh, my name is Eman Bates. I got my co-host here, Neil Richter, with me. You can follow us on Twitter at I Hate Eman Bates and Neil or er, N Richter five eighteen at. I don't even know my own Twitter. Really right technical <laughs> difficulties. <laughs> Man doesn't know his own social media, but that's fine. That's perfectly okay. <laughs> we have our guests here today, our good friends. Uh, we have Christy Muckles-Jensen and Mike Jensen, recently married. Uh, they're going to talk to us a little bit about this uh, Wells Banana Bread Ale here today. And you can find us on Hop Happy Hippie on Instagram. That's all. MJ Game and Brew. Way more together with the social media than myself. There you go. That was choreographed right there. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you said you guys uh, you guys brought this up to us. I've only had this beer one time, period. Like, that was before I was really into craft beer. So tell us a little bit about it. It's so drinkable. 
It's just the thing that I like about ESDs. ESDs are English bitters, or actually, I guess. So there's English bitters, which are the easy drinkable, well balanced of malt and hop from England. It's a very British style of beer. Um, English special bitter actually has more hop quality, so it can make its way overseas. Really? So, it can come, yeah. so it's a stronger flavor. Yeah, so that's why, that's one thing like IPA, just a little fun fact, that's why IPAs were originally a thing is because they could last like long trips, just because they're knacked as like a preservative for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's why it's English bitter versus English special bitter. It's just the, the hop intensity. But yeah. with these, the hop intensity isn't about taste, it's more about aroma. Right, so you have like those esters and stuff from the yeast and for it, like you have like the banana or like even that clove like smell yeah, to yeah, it yeah. most of the time. A lot of time it's yeah. kind of, it's borderline brown ales, uh, so I feel like it's all about the balance with ESBs. You have the malt um, plus the, the hops, but if you have too much hop, it's more like a dark IPA, and if you have too much malt, it's more like a brown ale. So if you don't have that balance, it's not one thing about ESBs too, I've noticed they're not really that bitter at all. No, <laughs> that's the best part about them. They're not lie. bitter. It's it's so contradicting, but you know they taste really good. But hey, that's how they do it over there. <laughs> they're also very. They're a lot weaker over in the UK. Like the average is less than three percent when yeah. here. Yeah. Around four point five to six. I say we just do everything indulgence, huh? Yeah, but if you think America about do it big, right? If you think about it when they drink it over there. It's weaker. When we get it over here, that's them putting the extra hop in there, which is going to raise up the alcohol content when they ship it over. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, that's why it's a little more. And we're American. It's gratuitous. (laughs) You say the U.S. America, we do it big over here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's get into it. All right. Luckily, I brought a bottle opener. All right. Because everyone's got the one on their keys in 2018, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I actually do have sample glass. Let's see. There you go, sir. Oh, yeah. They use pints because why not? Should have about like a two inch head on it. Pretend like I know how to pour a beer, know how to. You can already talk about see beer. like the carbonation on those bags. Yeah, so it's it has, like, that really nice. So when else. you pour, right, a lot of people try to not give a good head on it you know people always complain about the head right. watching well, when you pour you actually want to give it like a clug at first really? and then an initial so, pour because it's releasing the co2 that's in it you don't so whatever fizz you don't get in here you get in your gut yeah that's why you feel bloated very, very so if you don't if you avoid the head you're gonna be bloaty as well weird <laughs> so i don't know if y'all heard what we just said yeah, explain that one more time again because I think everyone's been doing it wrong. Beers, people think that you don't want a head on the beer. They think they want to give you more beer. That's a lie because whatever fizz you don't get in your beer, you're going to get in your belly later on, and that's what's going to make you bloated and feel sick. So definitely pour it well and give yourself a little head. <laughs> I used to have a coworker who brewed his own beer, a t-shirt that he would always walk around and said, home brewers get more head. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like, what the hell is that about? I thought you to get less. That's it that's should be about a two-finger head on it. Yeah. Once you mm-hmm. finish the you floor. Be able to do this at the top All kinds of sexual so, innuendos as well so, yeah, involved in it. Two-finger two finger head. That's <laughs> how so you know you pour it right. right. Well, mine was like two fingers gone, so yeah. I guess I did it the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's it's give okay. this a try. Huh? How about cheers before we do this? Yeah, eh? yeah. So, sniff it first, Cheers. Nice meeting you guys. You got to get a little sniff of it. It's a nice off-white. 
smell that. You can good definitely smell the banana bread. Davido's Esther yeah. is my friend. Oh, that's good. That actually really tastes a lot like banana bread. That's what oh, I'm saying. Yeah. It's just like easy to drink. <laughs> I mean, beer it is just liquid bread. It kind of tastes like. Pretty much, it is liquid fried bread. That's a good point. It tastes yeah, it tastes like the season autumn. That's good. I would have thought it would have been really um like heavy. No. But See, it's not. Yeah. That's what that carbonation so comes into play. Like, when you think about it, like heavy beers, you think like browns. And yeah. So like, you think darker it. flavor or darker color, you're going to get like the heavy. That's why I like ESPs. They're so, they're such a pub drink. Right. You know Very I mean? drinkable, yeah. as you said earlier. You should have like four of them and still feel pretty solid. I yeah. felt like it was going to have that like Guinness thickness. That, like mm, my no. brother-in-law loves Ooh. Guinness. Yeah, and like no. I, I thought like dark Ooh. beers are always going to be thick like that. Oh, man. But you can see it's not like brown, brown. It's like a copper color. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice yeah, it smells nice and bready. And above all else, it still has alcohol in it, so Indeed. there's that part of it I know that it'll Like that bready, out. like, crackery taste to it. it. Tastes more well, carbonated. Well, we, okay, so we homebrew. Okay. And we brewed our own English bitter because I love them. Nice, and all right. Like we needed to, should've so we should have. I thought we were going to be able to next time, beer, next time. <laughs> next time, next time. Um, but we, we brewed it, and I didn't like it as much at first because we bottle conditioned it so so big. And you brew, you brew, and then you uh, store it in a fermenter for a couple weeks, and it ages in there, gets little alcohol content. Then you put it in the bottle with the it's like a sh- it's yeah, like a sugar, like a sugar. Um, so it allows it to release the carbon dioxide, and it gives it the carbonation, and it kind of ages more in the bottle while you're conditioning it there. So you don't drink it right away. You let it age like two more weeks in the bottle. Um, so we drank it after two weeks, and it, I feel like it was premature because it tasted like a brown to me. It was heavier, and it was thicker, and it just tasted like caramel. It wasn't bad. It just tasted like a brown, and I wanted an ESB. Um, then I had one, we brewed it like, oh yeah, like at least eight months ago. And I just had it again because I thought I didn't want it anymore. It so I was like, I don't want this. It's not an ESB. Now it tastes like an ESB. So I think it just takes a little longer for them to brew. <laughs> you don't tend usually like age your beer. Yeah. Like if you let like have you let wine sit in like a barrel for a while, it gets better over time. Mm-hmm. Like, not the case with beer. It uh, tastes like shit. It depends. Yeah, I, I, I could, I could <laughs> probably imagine. It's like a barrel aged beer. If it's a barrel aged beer, it's supposed That's to different. be aged that way. It's okay. But, but these were just sitting in a bottle. So it was kind of strange that it being in a bottle for much longer kind of matured the flavor of it to an ESB. Like as a baby, it was a brown. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> a mature, mature. So as someone that doesn't really know a whole lot about a beer, so I, I used to drink Newcastle would be a brown ale, right? That'd be an example yeah, of that? Okay, yeah, that's what I used brown. to drink. But then someone told me, I have no idea. I mean, you read all kinds of stupid stuff on the internet now. Someone once told me that Newcastle has like carcinogens in it or something. I mean, most I mean, things. Most things have carcinogens. Like, yeah. We're just living our life. <laughs> yeah. I guess if we're not it's drinking or smoking. Or, yeah. I'll say that's yeah. like that's like. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can buy it. If you want to hop in? That's fine. Car? Oh, my car. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. We we pause it. Oh, is it, it is it my car? Is it the Honda? It's uh. Is it a compact car? Side, is it the blue Nissan? It's, I think it's your car. Is it an SUV? Right. SUV? Not behind another car. It's an SUV? I'm not yeah. behind another car. That's yeah. you. 
Oh, yep. Yeah, that's what you <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, they're good outtakes. Oh, that's okay. I just like spilled all over the couch while I was like, <laughs> it's okay. They're good outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to film that intro over because I don't remember what my goddamn Twitter handle is. I always just go on it and I never really think about what, what it actually it is. is. Yeah. Let's probably look that up right now. Uh, we started an Instagram page at work like three and a half months ago. We just got a little bit of keys. All right. Hey, actually, one thing you could do, get like photos of like the uh, like the beer, like this game board. That'd be kind of cool. Okay, for sure. I can do all that stuff. Okay, what is mine? Reverend's five eighteen. I should have done that. That's pretty much what it is for. We record that part later. <laughs> Really bummed out that that Abdul Al Saeed didn't win for Michigan. Same. Me too. Cool. He's been reading a bunch about him. I follow him on Twitter now too, and I like a lot of the shit that he has to say. He won all the places where people like us are more. Like, mm -hmm. our age group. He got thirty percent of the vote, which is like a huge step in the right direction. Like especially it has, for his first time. Right. Well, especially in Michigan, which is like pretty conservative for the most part. It is now. Yep. <laughs> well, even like Westland, I feel like Westland is just full of like, I, I live here, I mean, I don't want to so be rude to it, but like, it's just like a lot of like, neck white people, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the people that the yeah. like, car industry left behind. Mm -hmm. yeah. oh, a lot of the people that got duped by Trump, they like thought he was yeah, going to like, sure. give them jobs and shit. Yeah. Oh, with the new like NAFTA deal that is coming out, it's kind of cool, because... 75% of all vehicles that are American vehicles have to be made here now, mm. and 25% can be outsourced okay. to, like, Mexico or whatever. And there's also, like, minimum pay standards and stuff like that put in place for Americans working in the car industry again. But it's like, you guys are idiots. Shit, you guys think you're going to go back logic, online and, like... What'd you do? Just recording. I forgot to pop logic, the audio. Oh, that's fine. Oh, okay, we can siphon through all that shit later. <laughs> work that out. Yeah, I was trying to get a little bit of research on you guys. Well, they pause logic. What are you talking about? <laughs> the rapper? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a, that's a thing. Did you see what he did today? No. Uh, he released a freestyle video, and he announced uh, Young Sinatra 4. He announced what? Young Sinatra 4. Oh. Remember the Young Sinatra series yeah, yeah. that he used to do? Well, yes, yeah, last. Is this gonna be his last album? I know he said in every record. last album. He's like twenty five years no, old. No, he said that his fourth album was gonna be his last. Jesus Christ, this kid. Yeah, I'm trying to understand behind the fire. Right. Well, I think he. What well, I think was gonna happen with that. Is he's a whole different breed of animal. That's true too. I mean, musicians always say they're gonna retire, but they never do. Justin Timberlake. I think what Childish Gambino is going to do, though, I think he's just going to retire the name Childish Gambino. Yeah, I think he's still going to be an like entity the of Donald yeah. Glover. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he's retiring, like, retiring, retiring. He, he, he just thinks that, like... music anymore, and then he came out with the album that had Red Bone on it. Yeah. Because oh, I remember he came home and he was like, 
you just released a new album. And I was like, you're bullshitting me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a super fan, bye. It, and it was like so left field, so you're like, oh shit, there's no rapping like, on it at all? Is oh, this is strange. tight. <laughs> I don't hate it. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Back to it. I fear we were in the middle of well, before we cut. <laughs> uh, we were just kind of, I guess, going over a little bit of I'm banana bread there. The yeah, the coloration, like that copper color to it. Yeah, most, I feel like most DSPs don't get much darker than copper. You'll get some get kind of close to brown. If you're not, you did it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should probably move on to what we got here. The Heller oh, Weisenbach. Yeah. This bad boy. Means I gotta finish this one. That's that's no problem. You can pour a different cup. You don't have to do that. Double fist. Double fist. fist and <laughs> <laughs> that one, I don't know anything. I have no idea on that one either. In fact, I want to check this. It'll be nice to experience. See, this brew segment of this podcast is the learning curve for me. I know a lot about music, but not much about beer. Besides the fact that I like you it. You gonna learn today? <laughs> you gonna learn today? You gonna learn today? There's. I don't know a much about. To know, but and I don't know if a Weizenbach is different than a Bach. Is that German? Yes. Yeah, I think one's Belgium. Uh, yeah. I think one's probably Belgium. I'm German. Maybe. Don't quote me Whoa, on that. I'm not sure. But... Three gold medals in the beer world. Seven. Seven point eight percent alcohol. All that's right. Fun of, party. That's the kind of beer I like. Oh, I like plastic. That's why. <laughs> so, fun fact: this is okay. the best way to evaluate beer is in one of these cups. In a plastic cup? Yeah. Like a classy bitch. Oh, I'm this, sorry. Am I allowed to cut? You can as much as you want. It's a it retains all the esters <laughs> and smell, like aroma and all that you stuff. You chose like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or listen, however you do. Oh yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah, I got it somewhere. Uh, uh, ah, right here. There we go. I was having this discussion with my friend the other day. I think that's my favorite part about 2018 with the podcast surge is everyone's got tons of stuff to do. Everyone's on the move. Everyone's got multiple jobs. That's why like, I have more podcasts that I listen to on the reg than yeah. I do yeah. TV shows that, yeah. I, that I watch. I haven't turned oh, on yeah. my box on purpose. I've learned languages mm-hmm. with podcasts. It's so much fun. That's a lot of head. That's a lot of head. You got to like tilt a, the cup, Holmes. It's like a pill's that tilt the cup. Woo! Give it to these pros off. over here. Give it to the pros. Give it to the pros. Ready? You like, you start it you smooth it and then you give it like a close. This is the one oh, with like the. No, it's just. No, it's just a really, really big <laughs> head to it. So I wasn't imagine, doing it wrong. I'm so like, all right. Like drinking. If you pour this without head and oh, then Jesus. try to drink it, imagine how bloated. <laughs> That's heady like the hippies right there. I don't there. know if y'all can see this. That's a lot of head. That's so crazy. I'm not even pouring it. It still does that. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> it's like champagne. Oh this is it's like a pretty Pilsner. much champagne. Like right here. I mean, it smells like a Pilsner. It smells super light. Hmm. Which is weird that it's 7.8% if it smells as light. Oh, boy. Should what I even try it? pouring it into a cup? Or should I just... It could be the... Maybe the plastic. Let me try it with the glass. Oh, it might be the plastic. Because I have had that issue. In my years of bartending. Here, wait. Let's see what we got here. Glass, yeah, I was going to say. Watch, watch this non- The easier it is to yeah, pour. Agree with this guy over here. If I can get the good start. pour. Yeah, man. You got to put that in a glass. See? Oh, yeah, it's got to go in a glass. Oh, this is perfect, though. Learning curve. Learning curve. Don't drink out of plastic. You evaluate in plastic. You don't drink out of plastic. Oh. 
That's like three fingers, that's but I mean, it'll, it'll no, work, right? No, it's fine. Sometimes you get sometimes four. You get sometimes, four heads. sometimes it is <laughs> And like I've never this. heard of that really being a Right. Yeah. No, no, yeah, I don't know. I never heard about that before. But it's... Uh, <laughs> didn't catch that. I caught that. Yeah. <laughs> that's all of it. We can share out of this one. Though. I'm I mean, not going to. That's fine. I started like, yeah. All right. Let's try this one. Ooh. Citrus, guys. Citrus. It's like a really like. How'd you get past the head, though? <laughs> oh, it's a, oh, it's a lot of head still there. That's good. That's interesting. That's really. That's like I a was really kind like of expecting something more bitter. It's, it's like very like crisp and like. It's almost like a crackery bougie almost. Corona. I'm getting a lot of like citrus. Did you say a bougie Corona? A bougie Corona. Bougie mm. Corona. You feel, you feel it? I was like, oh my god, bougie Corona. That's the best. It's a bad and bougie, bougie Corona. <laughs> do, do you taste it though? Am I wrong? Mm -mm. I want other ideas. No, I don't know. It's very like summery, like very. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's very like, like refreshing, like crisp. Yeah. Because this is a lot lighter than like, I expected. Yeah, you're this right. Same here. I thought both. And it's and it's seven percent. I know. This is almost eight percent. So I this is a type that's gonna sneak up on you. I feel like. It's the gold medal winner at the World Cup of Beer. For is 2006 it? Yeah, three times. and 2002. Two times. What? Yeah. Two times winner. That was three times. 2006 and 2008. Oh, I didn't see eight. My bad. Take a peek so at this thing. Like the back. Do it. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was Let's check the untapped on this bad boy. 2, 06, and 08. I'll snap. Only an even number years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trying to think of anything significant that happened in any of those years. Nothing really. Yeah, that's true. That was 2008. I graduated high school. No, oh, no. actually, in 2005. <laughs> Shouldn't have said that on camera. <laughs> Old and shit. Oh, no. It's okay. You can edit that out later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> edit everything out. Just delete the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> Watch out for this. Yeah, it's a yeah. strong This will fuck you up, and you don't. Yeah, know. really, <laughs> really curious about this. Mind Dude, you, nobody here has had that beer before. It's crazy how there's so and much head, but there's no carbonation. I, there's no carbonation. Uh, no, yeah, that's right. You're right. It's there's very like smooth. no carbonation. That might be possibly why. Sorry. So my friends make fun of me for it now. They think I'm a girly dude or whatever. But I drink like the seltzer waters. The spiked seltzer waters. Nah, man, those are dope. But I love them because they're like real light on your stomach and they have alcohol. They have alcohol. In them. <laughs> yeah. They're carbonated. I like carbonated beverages. I'm going back to the SBA. So. Yeah, man, that was that was good. That was. What's the difference between a Weizenbach or a, a Weizenbach and a Bach, though? Because I feel like most Bachs I've had are dark. Am I wrong? Is it wheat? Maybe. Maybe. Hit it on the Google. That's why we have. That's why we have computers right yeah. here in Google. You know what, guys? I got something even better. Besides that, got BJCP guidelines in this bad boy. That was a whole lot of letters. So it's actually like the brewing judge guidelines for those unfamiliar with it. I'm not sure the actual 
acronym behind it, but if you, you know if you're early in the beer, I would check it out. It's an app you can download. The 2015 version is what I got. Seems a little outdated, my friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ooh. It's so weird. That is super weird. It's on the Samaritan season. That's true. So it was a Doppelbach? Not not this, but this you said the difference between... Yeah, I was saying, not this one, but you said... Yeah, Weizenbach. I feel like there's like 12 different kinds of box. I'm looking at them right now. So there's like my box. You got Hells, you got Dunkles, you got Doppelbach, you got Weizenbach. And we got a couple Maybach more. music. <laughs> no? Mama, 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 That's the only box I know. But all right, so aroma we're supposed to be getting here according to BJCP guidelines. You got medium to high to high multi-rich character with a significant bready grainy wheat component, which I definitely taste in there as present for sure. You know, I think that's what I'm mistaking for citrusiness. Weirdly enough, I don't know if that's real life, but similar to the aroma, a medium high to high multi rich flavor with a significant bready grain wheat flavor. Paler versions will have a bready, toasty, grainy, sweet malt richness. That was a whole lot. That was a <laughs> mouthful to say, but that is exactly how they word it. <laughs> it smells a whole lot. It smells a whole lot like a hefeweizen. It does, doesn't the, like, it? I never even thought about it. Yeah. Clove and... It's a lot going on there. But it's not. It's easy. Yeah. No, it's, it's very too smooth. Easy. It's, it's too easy. <laughs> Stronger and richer than a Weiss beer or a Dunkel's Weiss beer, but yet similar in yeast character. Cool. Yep. More direct, comparable to the Doppelbox style, with the pale and dark variations of it. It's widely varying in strength, but most are Bach into the Doppelbach range. Okay. Yep. Little hmm. fun fact toys I just read off. I guess it would probably just be like all in what malts they used because the malt is pretty much what gives the color. Yeah, yeah. agreed. I have a friend of mine who is allergic to malt. Never been oh. able to drink malt. In oh, his life. that's unfortunate. So Never been able to have beer. So many yeah, yeah. that's a big component yep, yep, yep. of beer. He was always a. Uh, had to drink liquor if we were ever going out say, drinking. I'm gonna say you can get away with hops maybe just because you can use what do you call that? What's the, what's that shit called that they don't use in hops? It's uh gruits. You can use that instead. But learning new things today. Yeah. <laughs> learning all stuff, man. As long as we can promise each other as a podcast that we'll never review in this especially in this next month coming up. Next couple months coming up. Okay. No pumpkin spice, nothing. Oh, oh pumpkin spice is veto. I'm sorry for anybody that likes pumpkin spice. Yeah, just turn this off. <laughs> just turn this, just stop right here. I'm with you, pumpkin spice people. No. They just hate veto. No pumpkin I get spice. It. No. I get it. I don't even. Think the moment I saw pumpkin unrelated, <laughs> completely unrelated to beer. The moment I saw pumpkin spice hummus at Kroger the other day, I was like, it's a wrap. Okay, this pumpkin spice craze has got to go. Yeah, people take it too far. I saw pumpkin spice Oreos and I was like, "What is, is you doing?" Like, I feel like that's more tolerable <laughs> than hummus, but not really. <laughs> like, what is what really is the flavor spice. of pumpkin spice? Uh, it's just like, like the Sam Adams pumpkin spice. Pumpkin pie for doesn't taste like pumpkin spice. Like pumpkin spice pumpkin to me just tastes like, like sugary. In it. Okay. So the seasons that they use in pumpkin 
pie okay. are pumpkin spice. All so right. it's like nutmeg, cinnamon, it's that group of spices. But when you get like a Starbucks pumpkin spice something or That's other. It's like weird pumpkin pump flavor. Right, it just feels like a lot of sugar yeah. and not so much flavor that has anything to do with the pumpkin. I love pumpkin spice. Oh boy, if you let that say, it gets stronger. Places. I've had, <laughs> my problem with pumpkin spice beer is it always just tastes like a frappuccino. Like, I prefer it to be a beer that has notes of pumpkin spice, but isn't just like... Overloaded? Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be about the balance. So, what up? What's up, man? What's up? Doing a podcast. Just you guys know the front door was wide open. Uh, just a heads up. Brian Rob? Oh, all right. Yeah, just... Out there. Right on, man. Just, uh, I did, is he here or not? No, he just dipped out. Okay, cool. Probably was then. Yeah. No worries. All right, right sure, on. Man. All right. Um, anything other beer talk we need to talk about? Um, we are getting into fall season, so that's cool. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to stay in beer since we guys got you here. What's going on besides the alcohol in your lives? You guys just got married, I heard? Just got married. Just joined a band. Just joined a band? I want to hear about that. See, see, I'm the music guy. There we go. Now we're in the the beat segment. We're like real new. We don't even have a name yet. What's the direction? Uh, Neo soul jazz funk blues. Okay. Slash jam band. We haven't like, yeah, so far we've just been kind of like playing with each other's sound and trying to figure out where we're going with it. And that's kind of the direction it's going. So next we start writing songs. Okay. So like, are you doing vocals for it? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Is this something that Mike is involved in or is this something totally separate on your own? Cool. You're a music guy. You're just not a music guy. Well, I mean, my first. You're so much more than a nerd. (laughs) <laughs> don't limit I yourself mean, you're definitely don't sell yourself guy, short to that the, the reason I know you in general is because of Dugatron yeah. shout out to Dugatron Dugatron for anyone who's listening <laughs> is two of my closest buddies in the entire planet Stevie T and Kyle Freider used to be featuring this guy only he's got some other things going on in life if you actually check on their Facebook page I did photos for them not too long ago and they got shows yeah. coming up so go see them support them they're amazing go see Dugatron they're amazing um, Stevie and I, though, actually have known each other since we were, like, 10 or 11 years old. We met each other because my sister and his sister were in Chief Fest together in high school. At the time, him and I were in 8th grade. We went to the same school in 8th grade. High school was a weird time. Super weird time. <laughs> weird time. But him and I saved each other, basically, because we had two sisters on Pom Pom, and neither of us could care less, or couldn't care less about that. So we uh, we spent a lot of time together and became really good flo- friends from that and still hang out all the time. Nice. I mean, I just saw Kamasi Washington at Shane Park a couple of weeks ago. That show so bad. And it was amazing. God, it was amazing. You go to like, because I love rap music, but you go to like some of the crappier ones or some of the new artists that like rap it over a backtrack and you go to like a jazz show like that and you're like, <laughs> it's yeah. kind of hard to compare these sometimes because yeah. like Kamasi is amazing at what he does he had his dad out there he brought his dad out to play with him Miles um, Mosley played bass with him I don't know if you guys are familiar with Miles Mosley at all but like he's part of this like whole west coast get down thing where like it's like a 
Thundercat and Kamasi Thundercat. and Thundercat. and all these dudes that all go together and like oh I love man. That album. Did you see their tiny desk? It's great. Their tiny desk was sick. Their tiny desk was dope. Uh you know Yeah, dude. I'm, since I we're talking about I was like, like for my birthday I'm gonna need you to buy me Mac Miller tickets cause he's gonna be here in like two months with Thundercat yeah, yeah with Thundercat yeah I know I'm about and Jid yep I need it shout out to Dreamville dude like um, they're doing so much stuff shout like, out to Mac Miller for the growth in his music I know every album <laughs> it's so I talk about Mac Miller all the time and he just like he has the best development as an artist I've seen in a long time. <laughs> oh, I agree. He, like, and you can tell. You, there's a huge on. difference between kids to watching movies with sound off to where he is now. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I, you can see everything he's going through in any given album. And I just feel like as he grew up, I went through the same shit yeah. he went through and was like, oh man, I got you. <laughs> and he just evolves with his music. It's always something like bigger and new and not afraid to kind of get out of what he was already into, you know what I mean? That's my favorite yeah. part about him, too. Because to be honest with you, for me, I was not sold on Mac Miller at all in the beginning. Like, for because I don't you know, maybe it's kids, because so I'm a white right, boy that I'm like extra hard and critical on white rappers. <laughs> but like when he first came out, like <laughs> he's an extra critical on white rappers. I really don't know what it is. I think it's just like because like <laughs> you make this look bad. he's not I wrong, true. but you know I, I, I see where he's coming from. I see where he's coming as from. A white yeah. rapper is that he pays homage to oh for sure the culture and everyone before him. Yeah. So like he doesn't. There's nothing wrong with what he does. There's no like co not, like he, culture yeah, like appropriation no or anything like that. He's really there because right. he loves the music no. and he knows the history. He's no, a people feminist. fuck with Mac Miller. Oh, yeah. right. He like, calls God a woman. I dig it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that's the, I mean that's what all the things that I came to learn about him, which made me turn into a fan, was like uh, the fact that like there was all these Mac Miller sessions going on in his crib in Hollywood, where all these people would just come in and mm -hmm. just record all these like Nipsey Hustle and all these like Nipsey Hustle like just gave him movie. like props like early on in his career which i thought was interesting and uh and so like i didn't like his first album as much but then like i came around like what was the blue slide was blue, blue slide, slide park? park that was i came uh, around a little bit on that he had some tracks like flying yeah. lotus that i thought were super dope on there and then the divine feminine was phenomenal oh my god everything. and then like the track with kendrick like, was probably my favorite good one good he's done a long time good am was my jam yeah he really has gotten really good over like, the years really yeah. good man so underestimated <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that, it. That, like, day was crazy with albums. I mean, because you had that, Astroworld came out that day, and then you had uh, that YG album come out that day. Her ZP and then... dropped that day as well. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, that was a good day. And, like, I was, like, uh... Cheers to that day. Yeah, <laughs> cheers. That ridiculous. Best part about that day, do you follow... <laughs> Here, have some of this one. I'll fill you up, buddy. Speaking of YG, do you follow on Instagram? YG? No. So... The day, I think, like, maybe, like, the day it yeah. came out, a day before he actually posted, uh, it was over the Astro cover and the swimming cover, like, it was, uh, Stay Dangerous out now. Like, he actually captioned it over both Mac Miller and, uh, Travis Scott's album covers. That's sweet. <laughs> I was like, that was kind of funny. There's a lot of great musicians that wrote on both of those albums, too. Like, Thundercat is on both Astro World and, uh, swim or, uh, Swimming. Yeah. He's got credits on both of those albums that came out that day. John Mayer's on both of those albums. Yes. John Mayer plays guitar on Small Worlds. I forget what track he's on with. Uh, did you say that was Stevie Wonder that did the harmonica and uh, John Mayer's another guy that's like, like 
that music video? Because it's, it's hilarious. It's so good. Did you see John Mayer rebrand has been phenomenal? Like everyone thought he was such a douchebag. I've always been a giant fan of his. Like not for his like early music, but like. I always just wanted to have a beer with John Mayer. Like, He'd be an interesting dude cool to have a beer dude. with. He'd be I just want to talk music philosophy with him because I feel like he would be I, such a nerd about it. I Did you say so that was uh, a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me, I think you told me a couple of days ago, or maybe about a week or so ago, like on that, uh, what was that Travis Scott song? Stop Trying to Be God. That was Stevie Wonder on the harmonica. Yeah. Travis Scott throws the fuck out of here. I didn't know that. Travis Scott throws fucking auto-tune on Stevie Wonder playing harmonica. That's some balls right there. That's some crazy stuff. But I mean, hey, I can't fault it. That's awesome. I think it's cool that like old art or older artists. Well, Stevie Wonder is my favorite artist of all time, so that's trying to disrespect by calling them old. But like when older artists See, like, play vets, on the younger people's stuff, like I know Elton John's been doing like stuff. With, what did he do? I think he just Elton John was a song with a young thug or something. Like Elton that. John was <laughs> trying to do a song with Tech Nine. Like, yeah, he, he was researching. Did you hear about that? He's into I the hip hop. This was this was like a year ago. <laughs> I want to say like anybody heard this story. It was uh, Elton John was in a record shop. I think he was in London or some shit, and he was looking for Tech Nine records. <laughs> I heard about that. <laughs> I heard he was looking that was for dope something. As fuck. It was something <laughs> specific that he was looking for That's too. So it was like. I, I saw an interview with Tech Nine about this. It was something very specific that he was looking for as well. I wish I. I We'll be uh Oh no, like he was on uh he, was. No, he did Logic sampled him for that phone call too. Like on uh I think it was Yuck. Okay. On uh Bobby Tarantino too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. That's funny. I saw an interview uh, yeah. with Elton John recently where uh, he was talking about his gift from Eminem for his wedding. And apparently Eminem bought him and his partner matching diamond studded cock rings. <laughs> That is the most <laughs> Eminem thing I've ever heard in my life. It was funny. He was kind of defending it. It was like a, I think he was on like the Graham Norton show or something, which is like this British show. I didn't hear about that. And, That's uh, amazing. He was basically just defending Eminem about like, I don't know why we still need to defend Eminem about like the yeah, no, being... He's proven himself to yeah, not hate Right. Him. No. Exactly. And he's like, and uh, cool, guys. Elton John was basically I mean, like, I, I think Eminem it's absurd that shit to people think that he's homophobic <laughs> because of his lyrics. They're fucking lyrics. He didn't have to prove shit to anybody then. It's true. <laughs> Very true. Did you imagine though if Eminem was cool? Agreed. Could you imagine if Eminem was new in 2018? <laughs> what that shit would be like? Whew. I mean, he he yeah. got protested like crazy. He would montage. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nuts. I was thinking about like, say, like for instance, like if older artists got around this generation, what would the impact be? So say something like, say like a legend, say like a KRS One, for instance, came out around this time, mm-hmm. like maybe like twenty, you know, like 2015, 2016, with just you know that post auto tune generation where everybody's kind of doing like this weird shit now. But if they came out around this time, would the the auto tune generation have happened, or would we be set back like backwards? Would everything just happen? Like, it would still be cool. <laughs> so, we go into more of like a lyrical type thing, and then, dude, I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> what is this happening in reverse? 
Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. So you got people like, for instance, like people that just live and die by like that that immortal technique crowd, like that underground hip hop crowd. Well, they be like, you know what, man? Like, we need to go back to old school hip hop. Let's put on some young thug. No, I think. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I think would that happen? <laughs> I think in general things would have sort of followed suit because, like, you always had back in my day. No matter yeah, like, little what, Uzi Vert, y'all ain't know my generation. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what decade you were coming from, though, like the there was always the party music. It's like the style of party music has changed. That's always been a Has thing, it though? I think. I think so. Hip-hop, I mean, it was it started from... I mean, I mean if you think party. about it, there's a huge difference, like, historically and now. Like, to, like, I would say, like, K- not Carol, so I'm sorry, uh, Criss Cross, for instance, to, let's say, compare them to, like, Ray Shermer. You can, that's a that's very a great fair comparison. Com- combination of it, or, you know... Uh, that is a good comparison. Yeah. Although, I think Ray Shermer has already gone farther than Criss Cross. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't remember as much, because I was, like... Three years old when Chris Cross was really. Popular. I wasn't even born when Chris Cross when um, it came out. Was but like, Chris Cross <laughs> had like a song about riding the bus that was popular. The bus. <laughs> and then, yeah, then that's the bus. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then, uh, then they had jump up or well, I mean, like, uh, yeah, Chris Cross, jump, jump, jump. Yeah, but like, Ray Shermer's already got quite a few in the bag. I mean, Black Beatles was humongous. Power Glide. Power Glide. That humongous. uh. Wait, wait, hold on. Was it Power Glide? Like, what was that Bow Wow song in Three Six Mafia? Twisting my body from side to side. It was based on that, right? Because that's that the mean, same that is, that, that flow think about that. entirely. That's, maybe that's why I like that song so much. It is kind of the same thing. In the, yeah, you're right. That's it is funny. the same shit. There's a lot of those. It's all good. I mean, you got like a what's that? What's that ASAP Ferg song? Plain Jane, you got that from Flower My Knob. I mean, you got that. It's like that. It's kind of oh, like well, Plain Jane. Yeah. What, what were the two songs? Ebro on Hot 97 was talking about it a lot. There was the song with Jeezy and Cardi B, and there was a song with Wait, what? ASAP Ferg. If I hit and it one Nicki time, Minaj, I like that one. And they both had the exact same like, Rocky, yeah. like vibe. They both were like an homage to Slavo My Knob. Like they had that same yeah, you're cadence right. and you, flow to the right. thing. Ebro tried to like deep dive on High 97 about it for a while. Genius like, did a whole thing about that actually, like while people were paying homage to that song today. I mean, Three Six Mafia paid their dues with hip hop. Like, say what you want about them. They fucking won an Oscar. <laughs> I have no qualms in saying that I absolutely yeah. fucking love Three Six Mafia. Yeah. It's that shit. Like, it's the party music that you are. I, I, for the <laughs> most part, I like to hear stuff with a meaning and a message and everything and a like, good story to tell. It but, depends. Like, every once in a while, you want to just really... hear some ignorant shit and fucking yeah. go crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> See, I can't listen to hear. I can't listen to lyrical hip hop twenty four seven. like I was oh, watching. Okay. Uh, you ever watched that documentary they got out? Uh, it came out like a, maybe a couple months ago. Rapture. It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. So remember Nas was talking about like I can't go to the club and hear myself. Like I just imagine how Drake feel. He every time he go out, he gotta hear he gotta fucking hear it. So every I don't think Drake goes out anymore. I don't think anyone like any uh, normal person no, is stepping within a fifteen foot radius of Drake without getting knocked oh, out man. by a bodyguard. Like it was tough to be that famous, different. dude. No, I don't know. I just had that talk with someone about how like Sometimes you just gotta stop being a snob. You just have to appreciate music for what it is. Like sometimes it's not meant to make you intellectually happy. Like mm-hmm. Maybe you just want to hear a cool beat and somebody say some stupid shit on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah just I agree. Appreciate what it is for what it is. Don't, don't do all that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I I get myself in that same trap a lot though because like I know I'm so super critical. Like especially like about artists that I loved. Like coming like. 
Like so, Drake is like the same age as me. Wiz Khalifa is the same age as me. And like when they were when I was twenty, uh, Kid Cudi, same thing. Like when those three were like twenty three, twenty four, I was so super obsessed with all three of those people. And then like I got a little bit older, I stopped having girl problems. So like Drake's music didn't resonate with me as much. Wiz made too many weed songs where I was just like, all right, I get it. You like weed? I mean, I still have oh. very vibey music, but like. Alright, write, maybe write songs on Did you else. watch that new Netflix movie that just came out, speaking of Wiz, uh, The After Party? Kyle? Uh, like, Super oh. Duper Kyle is like the lead character, and it has like... That's that's not for me. No, it's, <laughs> no, it's, no that movie is dope. Like, Wiz is actually in it. Uh, Asa, oh, what's it called? T Grizzly was in it. Uh, it fucking range of people. French Montana. It was like, that's like the range of fucking hip-hop. It was about like, I guess like, guy kind of... Go overcomes a bunch of shit to get a record deal. It's kind of a dope movie, actually. It, I, I like mean, it a lot. I watched the preview for it. It looks like it's Kyle being Kyle. <laughs> I could see Kyle that being him and I, his. I can't get over that fucking like name. actual it's so life. Fucking lame to me. Kyle. You know one thing I noticed about like, watching oh, that movie. You know what one thing. Kyle. Kyle kind of, like, his voice, like, when he talks, he kind of sounds like a lower, like, a maybe like a higher-pitched version of Tyler Crater in his voice. <laughs> but he's not, not nearly as good as Tyler Crater is. <laughs> That's kind of what it reminds me of, just hearing him talk normal. Yeah. So I was like, is that fucking Tyler? No, it was Kyle. If I were in your bathroom. Upstairs to the, uh, well. I actually mm-hmm. like Kyle, though, just for the record. I'll show you where it's at. <laughs> pause this real quick. Yeah, pause it. Sorry, no.